Surviving Lockdown. An essential business podcast from Mark Rise Voiceovers. Hello, thanks for listening. Louise Bell has owned and managed Bell for Business for four years, a company that takes the headaches away from other companies, from bookkeeping and telephone answering to social media management and more. She's also just launched a branding division, a one-stop shop for all personalised clothing and workwear. So how has lockdown affected business? Louise joins us from Melton in the East Riding of Yorkshire. Hi, Louise. Hi, Mark. So firstly, how are things personally for you and the family in lockdown? Well, this is the thing. It's um, I am always one to sort of try and stay positive wherever possible. And, you know, whilst, of course, I'm aware that the pandemic is there and it's a very serious subject. But for me personally, it's actually really nice to have the time to spend at home with my young son. You know, he's 10, nearly 11 years old. Um, and normally with all the pressures of running your own business um, and being an independent parent as well, you know, as I am, um, to actually just take that time to stop and for a long period of time, um, I really am taking the positives out of it. That's good to hear. So before March 2020, what kind of businesses were you helping with Bell for Business? So again, people always say that you should actually um, try and stick to a target market. Um, but our client base really is as, as wide based as um, across the UK um, franchise of mortgage companies, um, right down to literally um, a self-employed joiner. Um, and we do a bit of bookkeeping work for him and all businesses in between. For the bigger companies, what we'll tend to do is we will work directly with heads of teams. So it might well be, you know, head of marketing um, they, whilst they will come up with necessarily their own creative and their own stories and their own promotions we will actually then do the admin side of that and put them out onto their platforms and by outsourcing that to a company like myself it's a relatively small amount of chargeable work that we can do to make it much more cost effective to outsource that rather than to necessarily employ somebody full-time to do it. I'd imagine your services were more needed, not less once lockdown hit. Is that right? Yes and no. And again, you know, I don't want to provide a vague answer, but it's you know, it's fair to say that the services that we provide, you know, literally can be on a one-off basis, um, or it might well be that it's on ongoing provisions that are required. There's only been a couple that have necessarily wanted to put provisions on hold. We've been sympathetic to that. And obviously, we you know, we still sort of help out where we can. Um, there are some other businesses which, again, they've become more busy necessarily because of the, the lockdown, um, which has been great because then they've had then an increase in that. Um, but, you know, there are still businesses out there that are looking to not capitalise on because that's not the right word, but certainly take advantage of the fact that, you know, lots of people are at home and advertising and, you know, making sure that you do have a presence on social media and things like that. You know, it's really, really important to keep reminding people that you are there, you know, albeit even if you're not necessarily providing a service right now. But it might well be that when the wheels do start turning again, that, you know, you're the first company that that person would think of for whatever it is that they are looking for. It's interesting you talk about that. And the startups are also interesting during lockdown. If you look at Disney Plus with five million subscribers in their first week because it happened at this time. Of course, you've started a new venture during lockdown or just before as well. How's that going? Isn't it a bit precarious? 
Yeah, and again, it's it's kind of one of those. I mean, I've never been one to shy away from a challenge anyway. Um, and Belfer branding was something that we were already looking at um, during the course of sort of like the summer of last year. And um, the reason being that regardless of whatever business, you know, I've had and, and you know, sort of managed, starting off more prominently with um, like property investment and property management and then just naturally moving over into um, sort of like property maintenance and set sure. pl- plumbing and heating. Branding was always a big part of the business for me and you know I liked seeing the guys turn up and branded uniform I liked seeing the vans sort of out and about and in fact you know kind of one of the the comments were you know was I necessarily one of the big nationals in fixing boilers etc because you know they would see our vans sort of milling about all over in Hull and yet we were only a relatively small size mm-hmm. and so I had so many inquiries from people they'd be like oh we really like your t-shirts or really like your polos you know where did you get them from and so naturally, I'll pass it on. And then I just kind of thought, well, look, you know, I'm missing a massive trick here as far as, you know, being able to provide the branding and the marketing and a, and a stretch of those services. Um, and so that that's what we did. And one of, in fact, it was one of my team members, Connie, sort of came to me and said, well, look, I've got some time on my hands. Why don't we do this and launch it? And I thought, well, yeah, why, why not? Because again, as I've said, if not now, well, when? Sure. No, I appreciate that. And, and and what you're saying is, although it is a precarious time to start, absolutely, you've still got to get on with it. Absolutely. Yes. Um, and I think that there are so many things that you are able to do, um, which aren't expensive. And it's, it's time, which let's face it, a lot of us necessarily have on our hands at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Just don't ever let anything be an excuse for you to not get started. You say you've got three team members who are working from home. Have you had to furlough any of them at all? No, touch wood. And I am literally touching wood while I say this. Um, So far, no. Um, We're incredibly lucky that we do lots of little pockets of work for lots of different businesses. So for us, like I say, we've literally only had, I think to date, three customers that have had to put their services on hold. But again, each of those three um, customers have actually said, look, just for the time being, I need to go on hold. I need to kind of see where I'm going to go and, and where my business is going to be in a couple of months. But when we're ready, I will come back. So, you know, we have a, a, a little bit of certainty in an uncertain world with that. So does that mean you're going to not have to take advantage of the government's financial packages or is it something that you have been looking at? It is something that we've been looking at, don't get me wrong. I've always said all along that certainly for for me and my business, it wouldn't necessarily be the first month or even two months where it would affect us. It would always be months thereafter um, as all of the business industries are starting to contract and naturally, you know, there are a lot of businesses that haven't been as, as fortunate as what we have been and they have already had to close. And again, that will then have a knock on effect with their suppliers. So I can't say what may or may not have to come in the next few months. But at the moment, we are, like I say, pretty much just kind of doing what we're doing. Surviving Lockdown. Remember, if you're a business owner and you'd like to be featured on Surviving Lockdown, just email voiceover at markrise.com. So, Louise, what's the worst thing about lockdown, business or personal, for you? I think it has to be personal. Um, and that is that, you know, both my parents are in kind of the vulnerable category. Um, and I am incredibly close to my parents. And certainly my son, um, he is too, to his nana and gramps, as he refers to them. (laughs) 
Um, and that's been really difficult. We've we've only been round twice in, in the whole of the last six weeks, and that's literally to be to leave provisions on the doorstep for them. I think we're all feeling that. So what's the one thing you're looking forward to most when lockdown finishes? Visiting? Absolutely, yes. Um, and like I say, certainly, certainly for my son, um, because, you know, just to see him, he has an incredible bond with my dad, um, you know, and like I say, they, in fact, they call each other, they're a best friend. <laughs> um, so to see that and to see how happy they are both going to be to be reunited again, that that's what I'm really holding on for. Are you confident business will go back to the same level or more by, let's say, the end of 2020? <sighs> goodness me if only I had a crystal ball yes I would like to think so um I don't think it's going to be as quick or as easy as what people would like to think it's going to be I think that this is we're now in it for the long haul in the same way as like the recession and and what have you you know middle of the road I would like to say that business will at least have picked up again by sort of Christmas um and I would like to think that people will be then starting to be looking forward to the future but the biggest thing is is trying to give people the confidence and to allay fear and that is a fine balance and I and I get that it's a very very difficult thing to try and convey. Do you have one tip that you give to other businesses struggling at this time? Reach out absolutely reach out be that to you know other business people members of family, friends, whoever it might be. You know, we now have the video conferencing. We do have telephone calls, etc. The other thing I would say is that, you know, no matter how sort of down you, you, you're necessarily feeling at any one time, just always, always remember that, you know, brighter days are on the way because, you know, it, it will at some point, it will end. Louise, thank you very much indeed for your time and good luck with the business. Thank you very much. You can contact Louise via www.bellforbusiness.co.uk. Surviving Lockdown. Surviving Lockdown is produced and presented by Mark Rise, a multi-award-winning voiceover artist and TV presenter for more than 30 years. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast or are interested in voiceover for your business video, e-learning or telephone system, simply email voiceover at markrise.com. Surviving Lockdown.